What's your holiday gift guide looking like this year, Sequoia? My holiday gift guide? Yeah. What's your top gifts for 2020? A Costco-sized um, tissues. So like several boxes of Kleenex in one okay. large box. Um, sure, sure. Um, weighted blanket. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I think also the the stuffed animal for um, Baby Yoda. Okay. I think that, nice. Yeah, I think that that is what most people need in 2020 is just some okay. tissues, a weighted blanket, and a Baby Yoda to hold. I was going to recommend that you poke holes in all of your friends' socks so that they'll finally appreciate it when you give them socks for Christmas. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> you know we really love you It ain't our place to judge you your feelings get about it naturally. There's no point in hiding, so feel free to start confiding. If you need a good friend, you can count on me. You can count on me. You can count on me. Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone. And I'm Kim. And this is Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them. It's a Harry Potter fan fiction podcast. And today we are going to be joined by a special guest again. Hell yeah, we are. In, in this? In 2020? <laughs> in this economy? <laughs> um, but we are going to do oh. our, our announcements first. Yeah. Get through those real, real quick. Here we go. Announcement number one. We have a Storytime live stream coming up on the 19th. So join us on YouTube for that. Should be a blast. Check out our social media for announcements of what time that'll be as we get closer to that date. Also, if you are a patron on Patreon at one of our bonus content tiers, we are doing a live streamed episode this month. It's on the 12th. It's on the 12th. Should be fun. Those are always fun. We wanted to shout out to everybody who tweeted at us or Instagrammed us in story format or just sent us a picture of their Spotify wrapped to tell us that we were in their top podcast or their top podcast or that they had listened to an obscene amount of episodes in one day. <laughs> it was uh, it's nice to hear from you all. It's weird to think about, I guess. <laughs> We got so many of them. So I was many. just kind of a little overwhelmed. Last year, with when we did Spotify Wrapped, people sent us their... Right. You know, and it was like a few people, and it was nice and fun. And this year, I every single time I opened Instagram that day, there was like <laughs> 10 more of them in our inbox. And I was like, what is happening yeah. So thanks everyone uh... for allowing us our like two hundred and two percent growth in twenty yeah. <laughs> Just on Spotify. Yeah. Just on oh, Spotify. Yeah. So. Whoo. <sighs> Thank and you all so much. We were played in sixty six countries, so that means that there are many, many more places no. that no. I can shout out. Hey, speaking of which, I got to ask you something. You know. You know Australia's not an island, right? I mean, not you know technically. That. <laughs> you know that, right? Yeah. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> Just wanted to circle back and 
check on that. I didn't check on that when we recorded that, but uh, you know that, right? I mean, yeah, I know that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, cool. Let's get to that guest and whatever you've found. Today, we have a very special guest from the House of Black podcast. It's Jania. Hello. Hi. <laughs> We're so excited to have you. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so unbelievably excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we're so excited to have you, Jania. Could you tell us a little bit about your podcast? Yes. So my podcast is called The House of Black Podcast and was kind of like a play on words about the House of Black in the series. But I kind of felt like there weren't a lot of spaces podcast-wise for like Black Potterhood. So I decided to call mine a house, like House of Black, because I thought it would be cool. And <laughs> um, so, yeah. So basically, I just reread all the books um, from my perspective as like an adult <laughs> black woman um and just kind of like look into some of the larger themes that are like present in certain chapters and like how they relate further into the series and things like that awesome we have a couple of questions to ask you so that we can become acquainted with you and our listeners listeners um so we'll start out with the first question what is your hogwarts house Slytherin snake gang activities. Yes, all day. Yes. <laughs> yes. Nice, nice, nice. Amazing. It's great to have another Slytherin on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Hiss, mm -hmm. hiss, bitches. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> uh huh. Uh, Jania, could you tell us a little bit about what your OTP is? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so my main one, the one that just clears my skin and brightens my skin and <laughs> makes my crops grow is, of course, I love a good wolf star fic. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite. Um, closely, closely, closely followed by like a good Harry and Luna moment. Ooh. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Mm -hmm. I love that. For the longest time, I was reading like Harry and Hermione, and I was like, you know, I'm bored. Let me just. I was on fanfiction.net, and you know how like they have the drop box of characters, but it's like every uh -huh. character that ever existed. <laughs> so I just yeah. started like randomly picking some just to see like if there was anything. <laughs> and Always that, a fun game. Yeah, and that was how I found out that the Snape Hermione ship uh, fandom is 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 a. Uh, flourishing apparently <laughs> yes it is a dark time oh, a dark time <laughs> a dark time oh man who yeah um those are both very good ships that's a good like uh a mainstream ship and like a like a cool underground mm-hmm mm-hmm <laughs> Um, similarly important to your OTP, uh, we here at the podcast, we do love a good Draco-centric fanfic where who is Draco today? What are we doing today? Um, who is your Draco true pairing? Who should Draco be with? Um, a casket. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, spicy. no, oh, but, got him. <laughs> but in all honesty, I could totally see like 
if it wasn't for the fact that he just truly hates her continued ex- existence, I would say Draco and Hermione, but that one is just wrong mm-hmm. on so many levels. So I have to say... <laughs> If we're like deep AU, I guess yeah. I can see it. <laughs> yeah. I think um I think like some of the the ones you wouldn't expect like Draco and Luna or like hmm. Draco and hmm. Lavender Brown or just somebody that is very no, I don't like, think I've, I don't think I've seen that. Have me seen either. That? Draco slash Lavender Brown. I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now it's now it's y'all's turn to to find that one. <laughs> if it exists. <laughs> If it exists, it is now your turn to find that. That is your duty. So I guess we've talked a little bit about what you like to read, but do you have any other fan fiction experience? Ooh, okay. Um, I write it (laughs) to start. Awesome. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I've come a long way. I went from first like just reading Harry Potter fan fiction and my first experience writing fan fiction was the Jonas Brothers. So those were dark times. (laughs) Ooh. Nice. <laughs> yes, I've come a long way. Incredible. Um, That's good. Yeah. So, like, I just, I've, there was like this section of the MuggleNet website that used to have like a fan fiction portion. Mm-hmm. And that was where mm-hmm. I first started reading it, but I have not been able to find it. I don't know if it was archived or what, but, um, yeah. And then I moved on to fanfiction.net. And then maybe like uh-huh. four or five years ago, I dipped on over to AO3, which I discovered I liked more because oh yeah i just do (laughs) way easier to use it's just a better website truly miles and miles and miles (laughs) right right so like my main one has just been like reading and writing it and then like when i'm bored i'll just randomly search for pairings that like no one would think of like i was reading twilight and i searched for arrow and bella just to see if there was anything and there was and i was Mm. pleasantly surprised (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> very very odd things very odd things uh, nice um we were talking a little bit before we started recording about when about you started reading fan fiction mm-hmm. and you said around 2006 mm-hmm. i've got something that's like adjacent to that era of fan fiction awesome. so yeah. <laughs> oh man. So I was like very excited. I was like ten, so I was reading it, and I was just like, "Whoa! <laughs> Wait a minute!" <laughs> and then I was like, "This is this is disgusting. I need more." <laughs> oh, awesome. Um, well, as a as a fan fiction aficionado, you will probably take well to our stupid game that we play, predictions. Yes, yes, I'm loving it. <laughs> you look scared, Kim. <laughs> Why do you look scared? I just, I'm always scared. I don't know, man. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you should be scared because... Uh, what is this fan fiction called? This fan fiction that I'm about to read to you. Everybody make predictions. We're making three predictions based on three clues. You can send those predictions in. Tweet them at us. Hashtag fanfic divination. Um, answer our story on Instagram or put them in the Discord for house points if you're on Patreon. House points. Here we go. House points. This story is called Sock in Mouth. Oh. It oh. is humor slash romance. Of course it is. I hate that. And it came out literally 
three days before Half Blood Prince. <laughs> oh God! So it's still it's still possibly Order of the Phoenix related, which is just yes. Oh God! Okay, mm-hmm. that means it's probably like Grop and like Umbridge or something. I don't know. <laughs> you never bring anything gross. But this just, I don't know, that title is uh, evocative of something. I, re- I remember <laughs> the broom episode, okay? <laughs> that was me, though. I bring the gross. <laughs> it's my job. Can't do yeah. my job. I constantly refer to any listener who loved the broom episode as Kim's listeners. <laughs> it's It really is the perfect... <laughs> It's the perfect trick episode. I got one of my friends into it with that. Nice. Oh, a trickster? Nice. Wait, you're a trickster as well? Of course I am. Incredible. Yes. What? Yes. Thank I know no so other much. way. I know no other way. <laughs> That's amazing. Wow. Okay. Okay. I think I have I think I have some guesses here. I'm gonna say that. I'm going to say that because this is right before Half-Blood Prince, I'm going to say it has something to do with the Room of Requirement. Okay. I'm going to assume that it's like Draco and Neville. (laughs) Nice, (laughs) Treble! And I will predict that there are actually no socks and that the sock in mouth thing is probably like like a... condition like babies getting hand foot mouth syndrome like something like that nice those are all very good predictions okay um prediction number one this is dobby slash winky what and i hate fuck, that man? man i hate that okay um prediction number two look i'm uncomfortable with what i've just said i'm sorry oh god um Prediction number two, no socks go in anyone's mouth. No no socks in mouths. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is what I'm hoping for. Okay. Um, okay, there's going to be an accidental, there's going to be a transfiguration accident in this. Oh. Okay. Oh, that's okay. a good one. That's a really good one. Thank you. All right. Well, this story <laughs> is something. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Sock in mouth. Is this going to be about Hermione punching Draco in the mouth? Wait a second. Oh, (laughs) shit. I never thought about, you know, it could just as easily be about Sirius Black punching Lucius Malfoy in the mouth. It could go either way. Mm, Just some some good mouth punching. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Mouth punches. I really hope it's not Dobby slash Winky. I'm serious. (laughs) What? I don't know why the, okay. We'll just, we'll just. Dobby loves socks. Look, here's the thing. We'll just go past that. Christ. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Here we go. Fred grinned as he watched Angelina knee George and run away while screaming (laughs) obscene things over her shoulder. Okay. He briskly walked over to his twin, who was in the fetal position. Sorry, George. Didn't know she was going to get so mad over such a small joke. Fred sighed before continuing. And I definitely didn't know she would mistake you for me. Although, 
I do say we look almost identical. <laughs> Did Fred set George up? <laughs> They're usually such a united front. This is weird. Bonus points. Fred is a ghost. He's a ghost. (laughs) He's a ghost. He's died. Oh, Fred died. I mean, wait, what? Everyone's dead. Everyone is dead. (laughs) Yeah, it does seem as though Fred has set up George to get neat in the balls. Yeah. Which, you know, is not rude. Polite. It's not very twinly behavior yeah george let out a growl before attempting to stand up the try was successful with only a few yelps of pain after a few minutes of resting george felt good enough to walk the two redheads then made their way from the entrance hall of the great hall to the to the gryffindor common room All the way, they discussed who their next possible victim could be. Okay. No, wait, what? (laughs) I understand nothing. I have no guess as to what could be happening. They're, They're, you know, it's Fred and George. They're pranking whomever. They're just... Uh Okay. Just being bros. And Angelina was like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck right off. (laughs) Yeah. They tried to play a prank on Angelina. She was not having any of that shit today. I like it. And now they're going to prank someone else. Okay. Not sure who yet. Discussing Uh their options. They they picked Angelina because they know she's very favorable towards them normally. You'd think they'd stop after that. After getting need in the balls? Well... (laughs) Yeah, you know, the one person who kind of seems like they might like you. Oh, God. (laughs) And they are like, fuck right off. Maybe it's not such a good prank. Or such a good day for pranking. Maybe Maybe give it a rest until tomorrow. I don't know. We'll see. They're deciding who their next victim could be. Excellent. Letting a huge grin spread across his face, George laid out the name of their newest pranking victim. Luna Lovegood. Hmm. <laughs> Hasn't she been through enough? Right? right? This is post. Maybe leave. This is post Order the Phoenix. She can see the dead horse things. Her mom's dead. She gets bullied. Leave her alone. Her enough? No, my God. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's a nice prank either. Like, oh, we're including you in the fun. But they probably um, they like probably you. like her a little, so maybe it won't be something so bad. Like maybe they, maybe hmm. they'll do something like change her shoes from like Converse to Nike free runs or something. <laughs> <laughs> something harmless. Luna would be like, "When did I get new shoes?" Hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> like keep. It was going weird on. how they all wore Converse in that one movie. Was well, never mind. <laughs> Where, where did they get them from? Why are they it's all the fashion them? movie? It's the movie where yeah. they decided that they were fashionable today. <laughs> the one fashion where they're like, movie. we should probably make you guys look like you shop at Abercrombie, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you got to appeal. The, this movie's got to appeal to the kids. To the Americans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Hey, I wear those shoes too. <laughs> just like Harry. (laughs) We've never pranked her before. 
Excitement filled the eyes of the two Weasleys as they started to formulate their newest plan. Hmm. They reached the common room soon after and quickly scanned the room for Lee. After pulling Lee away from the game of exploding snap, they went up to their dormitory to make a final draft of their plan. <laughs> I like to think that they have like blueprints of the castle. Yes. And yes. <laughs> Absolutely. They have like a Trello board and everything. <laughs> <laughs> like phase one needs to happen before we can go into phase two. <laughs> Trello board. Oh, got a uh, lot of plans in there. Infrared goggles to alert them to like presence in the hallway or something. <laughs> Exactly. Nobody can hear about the prank before the prank happens. Right. You gotta have safeguards up. Mm -hmm. I feel like they definitely have like bribed Miss Norris at some point. Like probably just laid some tuna on the floor and be like, here, shh. Don't say anything. (laughs) Go that way. (laughs) I'm really excited about this story. I don't think we've done like a prank story, like a Fred and George prank story before. And they're great. Yeah, we never have. This is new. This is new, so fun. new I love territory. The, I love this, like, that secondary cast of characters that they have around them, too. Like, all of their friends and stuff. Anyway. Yeah, they're not people we hear about often. Yeah. Lee? Lee's great. We'll never hear about Lee in fan fiction. Yeah, he's usually maybe present. Yeah. He's, like, there, mentioned there's Lee. in the crowd. He's <laughs> over there. <laughs> okay, so what's the plan? Lee interrogated with a suspicious look crossing his face. Usually when the twins pulled him out of a game where the stakes were high, it was important. <laughs> I don't know why the stakes were so high on this game of exploding snap. He had, he had, money. Grift. He had money on the line. <laughs> he, <laughs> he's trying to open his radio studio next to the yeah. joke shop. Yes. <laughs> he has things to think about here. <laughs> oh. Lee, famous wizarding podcaster. Yes. Yes. We yes. walked so he could fly. George was almost bouncing with happiness as he told Lee his, in quotation marks, brilliant and well thought out plan. Okay. Narrator, it was in fact not well thought out and not (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's when Lemony Snicket chimes in and says... It was not, in fact. <laughs> After laying it all out, Lee sat back in his bunk bed with a surprised look on his face. You're kidding me, right, mate? This is all a big joke. Where are they? They're in their uh, dorm room. There's bunk beds. They got the in beds there? bunked so that they have more room for, more room for, for their activities. plans. More room for activities and planning and. <laughs> I don't think four posters would bunk very well. That's why I'm yeah. like, are they are they on the run? Is this the World Cup? What's going on? <laughs> Maybe that's the joke. Angelina was like, shut up. We're on the run here. Things are happening. Yeah, I uh I had not even noticed the bunk beds before, but yes, what is happening? Maybe they turned maybe Fred and George turned their beds into bunk beds. Mm-hmm. For fun, because they're twins and they got to have a bunk Mm -hmm. bed. And Mm -hmm. why would you choose to have a fine? Dumbledore definitely helped him out with that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think that's a great idea. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Everybody else still has a four-poster, four though, for sure. This is all a big joke. Of course not, Fred barked, as if he'd been offended that Lee could think such a thing. They would never joke about jokes. <laughs> Come on. Who do you think he is? Some kind serious of business. Serious <laughs> business. <laughs> that prankster the prankster and the pranks and the good. <laughs> It was born of pure intelligence and strategic powers. I get the point, Lee scowled, and he appeared to be in deep thought. Are you are you sure you want to take Dumbledore's stock? What does it okay, wait, what? It's part of the prank. <laughs> okay. I don't see how this is related to Luna, but Maybe it's like a maybe it's like an artifact, you know, like mm. like something she is in possession of, you know, like Nicholas Flamel's mm. Stone of Destiny or some shit. Dumbledore's sock, <laughs> Thanos's glove, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, that's it's a it's a treasured artifact that they must steal heist style. Yeah, and it probably awesome. isn't even a sock. It's probably just like an old lemon drop with like a hair on it or something. <laughs> it's like those like when babies carry snacks around for too long and they just <laughs> pick up everything. It's probably like that. It's like roughly sock shaped. It's just caught so much lint. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's a lint puppy. Like it's just like a lint with hair around it like a leash. Oh, <laughs> it's gross. just a I like it. Fantastical beasts indeed in order to find them. Uh, are you are you sure you want to take Dumbledore's sock? Yep, the twins said, enthusiasm racking their voices. And and tie Malfoy to a Quidditch pole naked? With with the sock on his Yep. I don't see how this prank is related to Luna. I do. I figured it out. (laughs) (laughs) They are doing this on behalf of Luna Lovegood. Oh. She she paid she paid them and that's (laughs) that's why the stakes are higher than the exploding snap game. She's offered them a bounty. A bounty of some sort, an indeterminate sum of of goods and she's like he has taken my shoes for the last time <laughs> time I for like Draco to suffer I like that I imagine it's like a, a couple of galleons and then some like weird shit like yeah. uh yeah like uh nargle some feet nargle hair nargle hair yeah uh-huh. some some treats that will lure out a uh snargleuff whatever uh-huh. you know uh-huh uh-huh. Probably, like a, probably like a probably like a speed dial for Sanguini the vampire, you know. You never know when you, <laughs> never know when you might need that guy, so Oh my god, friend George would do anything for Sanguini's phone number. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. Oh no. After that, the room was silent, and Lee fell back into a state of thought. A few moments later, a look of realization appeared on his face. 
wait a minute. What the hell does this have to do with Luna Lovegood? Oh, okay. Thank you, Lee. <laughs> Lee, the voice of reason. He's all of us in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> Both of the twins looked taken aback, and then their faces dropped. And then Fred exclaimed, Bloody hell! I knew we had forgotten something, George! <laughs> Okay, so the prank just got away from them. Yeah, they just, they started with something. They circled back to where they always circle back to, punish Draco Malfoy. Exactly. They didn't mean to, it got out of hand. Mm -hmm. Just like how we always end up talking about Draco no matter what we meant to be talking about. Exactly. It all comes back to Draco. Rude. It looks like we'll need to, George started, pull together our genius and formulate a plan of pure grit and forge brilliance. Uh, they both yelled in unison. <laughs> I like to imagine the creepy... they also like Wonder Twins or... Oh, They're sure. Like, like Team Rocket from Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> They've rehearsed this. Okay, that, that makes it make more sense. Mm-hmm. I, I never this. like the creepy twin talk that happens in every fan fiction with them in it. But if they've I mean, rehearsed it, it and it's a bit, that's fine. Yeah, it doesn't say that they've rehearsed it, but I assume that they've rehearsed it. And I also assume that they do this every single time they're about to come up with a plan. And mm-hmm. whether or not anyone is there to witness them do it or not. Right, because Lee's part of this. And he's like, Lee, that's right. <laughs> Sorry. Lee is just there to like babysit them. He's just like, hold, hold, hold on, hold on, bring it back in. What is happening here? He's the voice. He's the voice of reason. He's the voice of Quidditch and is the voice of reason. I'm like, wait a second. You said Luna Lovegood and then you didn't say Luna Lovegood again in the entire prank. A plan of pure grit and forge brilliance. Wonder Twins. They both yelled in unison. All three mm-hmm. then huddled around Lee's bed and formed a plan to prank Luna. And this time, it would involve Luna. (laughs) Okay. A a change of locale. Okay. Go away, loony Ben, Cho growled as she flipped through her transfiguration book. Fucking who is Cho today? (laughs) This is like a straight up bitch. (laughs) Fuck right off, Cho. Regina George has been <laughs> accepted into Hogwarts, apparently. I hate it when Cho's a mean girl. I, sh- I know, like, structurally, sometimes you have to or whatever. You don't. But <laughs> I just can't I see. I can't see why she would be mean to her. Like, they don't know each other. They don't. <laughs> right? <laughs> what? There's no reason. Let They're in just... the common room together and. She just can't handle it. Well, what if she's the one who's stealing her shoes? Oh, no. Yeah, I believe in this universe that Cho is probably stealing her shoes. Absolutely. That is yeah. happening. Sad. That sucks. Go away, Looney Ben, Cho growled as she flipped through her transfiguration book. The waist-length blonde hair girl seemed to be unfazed by her words. Then my father sent me a picture of its footprint. You know, the giants also keep them as 
pets, very fascinating creatures, I'd like to find Agantis someday. I'd... A scowl appeared on Cho's face, and she stood up and gave Luna the cold shoulder as she walked out of the common room. I mean, maybe in Cho's defense, Luna's been doing that for the last, like, two hours. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. God, Luna, please, please, for the love of God, (laughs) trying to study. Can we circle back to this? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, can we do this later? Uh, Luna didn't seem to care that the black-haired seeker had just walked out on her. Instead, she collapsed into a cushy armchair that was placed in front of the fireplace. Was Luna just trying to get Cho out of her chair? Oh. She's not in Ravenclaw for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's good. I like that. (laughs) After getting comfortable, she opened her copy of The Quibbler and continued unscrambling the runes. Uh, A change of locale. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Sort of a change of locale. A very short distance change of locale. <laughs> cool. Hey, my fellow Quidditch player, Fred exclaimed happily when Cho came out of the Ravenclaw common room. He walked up to Cho and wrapped his arm around her shoulder. Can me and my sweet, innocent twin ask you a favor? <laughs> Does Cho not, if Cho doesn't know who they are, this is fine. You know, there's so many students at Hogwarts, it's easy not to notice Fred and George. <laughs> Kids who are like blowing stuff up and uh, making Play other children you. choke on their own tongues. The two most well-known Weasleys of the last 10 years. There's just so <laughs> many students at Hogwarts. How can Cho keep anyone straight? Oh, she knows who they are. All right. <laughs> She gotta. A look of fear and suspicion appeared on Cho's face. Okay. Be calm, she thought. Don't take any treats from them. As memories of past encounters entered her mind. Almost everyone in the school had a history with the twins, and most of those histories were bad ones. She proceeded with caution as she pushed the memories aside. What exactly do you want? A mischievous grin appeared on George's face as he answered. Well, you see, Fred left his charms book in your common room. Aha. This is this is a terrible lie. Yes. This Fred, is a terrible lie. Fred doesn't study. <laughs> doesn't doesn't do work. What is this? <laughs> this is nothing. This is a bad plan. <laughs> And I'd like to retrieve it, Fred finished for his twin, the same grin on his freckled face. Now, you wouldn't leave me out here to wallow in my sadness because I failed the end of term exams without my book. Now, would you? I will not let you in my common room, Cho attested. The day I let you in is the day Looney Lovegood finds a friend. Oh. Brutal. Yikes. Rude. Rude. (laughs) Really mean. Really rude. Why would you say that? Why would you? 
say a thing like that she just came from battling the ministry to she saw she saw <laughs> Voldemort she's face off with with evil itself what do yeah you <laughs> I just love how life goes oh. back to normal for Luna after the ministry like people still think she's ridiculous like she's probably telling them right? that she went with them and nobody believes her yeah right Aww. oh poor Luna Fred and George looked at each other, grins present on their faces, then chorused in unison, We're her friends! After rolling her eyes, Cho started to walk away through the cold, damp corridors. The twins ran after her, and Fred called after her, Hey, is she in the common room alone? (laughs) Subtle, what is this plan? Didn't you have, like, blueprints on your bunk bed? Where's the plan with Draco? Because so far, that's the more intriguing. (laughs) Yeah, we should maybe go back to the old plan. This one's not going anywhere. Right. (laughs) Losing the Marauders map really hurt their A-game. They haven't been the same. They have not been the same. After hearing that, Cho immediately knew it wasn't her they were after. She wheeled around and glanced at the red-headed twins. Yes, but I'm still not going to let you in. This is smart. Yeah, do, still don't let them. Don't, don't do let not anyone do into your common room. Do not do this thing. Unless it's Harry and he's asking really nicely. And even then. Yeah, true. Even then. <laughs> <laughs> but he's Harry. He's, he's Harry. the chosen one. He's Harry Potter. <laughs> the two looked dejected before they both nodded while Fred cried. Whoa, the gods have seen that Morrow is a dark one indeed. The black night envelops the dark heart, and we are buried here to wallow in our sorrows. <laughs> what in the Severus Snape is going on here? <laughs> what the what? What in the Severus Snape is going on here? <laughs> Oh, no. Is Cho the president of the drama club and this is them auditioning? <laughs> no, actually, actually, Snape is like the the, the adult advisor for the, the drama club. club. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That checks he out. is a drama queen for mm-hmm. sure. Also, he would hate it. Exactly. <laughs> Dumbledore does like to get Snape to do shitty hates. Yes. <laughs> Like refereeing a Quidditch game. (laughs) Dumbledore thinks he's so fucking funny. Whoa, this evil hath ransacked. Oh, we're still going. Forsake it. Yeah, I mean, what did you think that that was over? You thought we were done with that? Shakespeare in the park. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This evil hath ransacked the forsaken. George howled. He's just saying old time. That's words nothing. Now. That was yeah, that nothing. wasn't that wasn't a thought. <laughs> thou hast thou hast did. He's channeling his exactly. inner his inner Merlin. Mm, <laughs> yes. He is the heir to Merlin. No, not this time. <laughs> Maybe next time. George howled and put the back of his hand to his forehead and pretended to faint. Uh-huh. With a growl, Cho, Cho stormed away. Cho is growling a lot. Yeah. Why? Thing. 
oh it's her she decided to get edgier thing. after breaking up with harry she's like i need i need more of an edge well no i mean she her boyfriend died and then she dated the only other person who saw her boyfriend die. so she's like you know what i'm in true crime land now we can't go back we're here now we're here we're gonna do some things we've never done before just a lot of growling and being mean With a growl, Cho stormed away in frustration of the twins' antics. The two brothers turned to each other as if asking one another what they should do next. How about we just set some traps outside the common room door, Fred insisted. (laughs) The twins shrugged. They both made their way to the statue that blocked the door. I'm really wondering where the plan was. What yeah. was the plan? What's the what was the original plan? They were going to go in the common room and surprise her. <laughs> surprise! Surprise! We're in You got pranked. Common room. The prank is that it's her birthday and everyone's going to pretend they forgot, so they're going to set up a surprise <laughs> party for her. <laughs> oh. But they're going to use the Draco thing as a distraction to get everyone out. <laughs> on the... Wait, this is all coming together. See? See? I like it. Oh, that's good. Okay. What do we do now? George pondered as he sat down next to the statue of the night to think. Fred did the same. How about we put dung bombs over the door and charm them to fall when someone walks under it? Fred asked. George shook his head. That's been done. It's too pedestrian. Yeah. Honestly. Boring. That is not that is not worthy of a Gred and Forge plan of pure brilliance. It really seems like there maybe wasn't a plan. There wasn't. There couldn't have been a plan. Was there a plan to wait until someone came out of the Ravenclaw common room and ask them nicely to let them into their common room? Clearly. That's a terrible plan. Don't they just have to like solve a riddle? Are they just not, can they not put their two <laughs> brains together to, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> as far as I know, that's all it takes to get in. So <laughs> maybe take right? Hermione with you or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It seems like that common room is probably actually not easy, but like maybe the easy easiest. to get into. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to know anything special. Yeah. All the other ones use passwords, don't they? Yeah. And I think the, isn't the Hufflepuff one just like a pair or some shit? The Hufflepuff one might not even have a password. You might just walk into that one. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, hey, you just walked into this house. So it's always open door policy, bro. We're all friends here. Just (laughs) do what you want. Just do what you want. (laughs) Amazing. The two redheads sat there for another few minutes when Fred spoke up again. I think I have an idea. It's definitely not something we'd usually do, but since Luna isn't like everyone else, she'll be harder to phase. And George pushed as Fred stopped in thinking. How about you kiss her when she comes out? Whoa, whoa, whoa. And then... Okay. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Yo, do not, do not do this thing. Don't, 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 don't do that. This feels... Don't, don't do that? This feels a little, uh, feels a little wrong. 
Not gonna, yeah. not gonna lie. It does mm-hmm. feel a little questionable morally. <laughs> um, don't just, don't just kiss people. You can't. Also, just what if she doesn't leave? Also, if she's in for the night. Also, to what end? Like, yeah, right. <laughs> what is? You the- got pranked. <laughs> we kissed you. Sorry. Like what? <laughs> Also, like, yeah, how are you to know that she's, if she doesn't come out, are you just going to kiss, like, the next person who comes out of the Ravenclaw common room? Yes. Roger Davies. (laughs) Yes. Did he graduate? (laughs) Penelope Clearwater. Yes, Penelope Clearwater, your brother's girlfriend. Percy will love that. That's the ultimate, that's actually the ultimate prank, if you think about it. Yeah, Yeah, the prank's on Percy at that point. (laughs) <laughs> which it always should it's be like, <laughs> it should always be on percy or draco yep or snape yep <clears throat> and then if her reaction is just like everyone else's we can proceed with my plan so what do you think no that's <laughs> okay. bloody idiotic <laughs> you get George exclaimed, looking at his twin as if he went insane. That's not something I do. And besides, what would be the point of kissing her? That's hardly a joke. And I doubt it'll do what you think. Oh, and what do you think it'll do? Fred yelled, waving his arms around (laughs) wildly. (laughs) What do you <laughs> that was a good visual a good... bit. All three of it us waving was. our arms around wildly. <sighs> and what do you think it'll do? She'll freak, George roared back. That plan is bogus. A small voice suddenly came from behind the now standing twins. Excuse me. Do you know where Cho Chang has disappeared to? I have a, more of my diatribe to say at her. <laughs> the twins wheeled around to come face to face with Luna Lovegood. If she had heard any of their conversation, then she didn't show it in her expressions. There was a moment of silence. And then the two Weasleys looked at each other. And a huge grin grew on Fred's face. Aha. Watch, he said. No. No, no. Doesn't he have a girlfriend? I think Angelina maybe is mad at him. (laughs) It seemed like (laughs) at the beginning that they were maybe done. What if this is why? Like, ooh. (laughs) He's like, hey, let's spice it up a little bit. And she's like, what? (laughs) What is your problem? Can you study? Can you study for your newts like a normal person? <laughs> no, he can't. He left a book in the Ravenclaw common room, apparently. Of course. Fred then turned to Luna and lightly grabbed her arms and brought her pink lips to his. Oh God! I want to vomit a little bit. That's fine. I can keep going. <laughs> uh-huh. After a moment, he relaxed and wrapped his arms around her and deepened the kiss. Why? She relaxed into his arms and returned the kiss. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> do you like, do you, 
Do you like the pairing I got you? This is, uh... <laughs> Why is George watching? Oh, there's something, there's something, something happening here that is not, <laughs> it's not what it looks like. Literally, there's something else deeper happening that <laughs> that we were not prepared for. A Fred, George, and Lunafic. Okay, <laughs> okay. No, no, no. I'm just more concerned with like why is Luna oh just God. not she's just vibing like what yeah <laughs> she's into not great. it was Fred the one that suggested Luna at the beginning of the story that's a good question let me go back into the text let me go back mm. into the text no George did oh oh so this is shady because then isn't Fred what? dating Angelina and Fred is what are these boys doing Fred is dating Angelina and just had George at the beginning of the fan fiction pull a prank on Angelina, who thought George was Fred. Yeah, I think Fred maybe had George break up with Angelina for him. Is that what happened? Yes. Ah, yikes! <laughs> Damn. Oh, this will be the funniest prank, George. Do this thing for me. <laughs> he probably is like, how long do you think it'll take before she realizes that you're not me? What's the, <laughs> how long do you think you can say it's not you, it's me, until she's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Good God. Harsh. Fred, what are you doing? The daring Weasley twin almost pulled back in surprise when she returned the kiss. It went on for a few more seconds before Fred pulled back with an odd expression on his face. He scanned her stunned face. Fred turned to his twin and smiled. <laughs> See? Weird. This is weird. We stunned her. That means he was cut off as Luna turned him around and kissed him hard on the lips one more time before this is she the pulled worst back prank. and walked off. Do not off. do this. Is so mean. I also, it's not a prank. <laughs> this is not, not a prank. A prank. This is nothing. <sighs> the dreamy expression still in her eyes. Fred stood there, stunned, before George's laughter shook him out of shock. It's not funny, he hissed. He had to admit. It had scared him out of his skin. Why had she kissed him? He still didn't see the humor in it. <laughs> Wait, what is Wait. wrong with Fred? Wait. <laughs> Wait. Wait. <laughs> this is this is fucking nothing. <laughs> Did a 12-year-old write this? Yes. Uh, absolutely. percent <laughs> She, oh, she kissed you, George. Ha uh, you got kissed. Yeah, this is a very young person. <laughs> I told you it's evocative of a time. Uh, yeah. Well, that definitely wasn't the reaction you'd expected. And by the way she kissed you, I think she may have something for you. Could it be true? Could Luna have fallen for Fred? When they've never talked 
that we know of. <laughs> I don't know. He's 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 a cute prankster boy. He's fun. No, he's not. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's nothing. Fine. At least we have like a tenuous foundation for Ron and Luna, even though that fucking sucks. Oh, that ship is awful. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> she laughs at his joke once, and that's what uh, that whole ship is built on. Oh, God. See, this is bad for me because I just assume any pairing with Ron sucks because Ron is in it, and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Spicy, I like it. <laughs> Hate that guy. Hate that guy. Ugh, incredible. Yeah, she's not going to fall for Ron today. She's going to fall for George, apparently. For Thank God. Fred. <laughs> Fred. I mean, Fred. Yeah. G- girl. Fred. Fine. Sure. Fred shook sure. his head and decided to go down to dinner and figure out the situation later. But as soon uh-huh. as he entered the Great Hall, he spotted Luna sitting at the Ravenclaw table. She somehow got around. <laughs> Never mind. She's, I don't know. It's magic school, okay? There's probably probably a stair that you sink into and it comes out and you slide to your seat. There's slides that are covered by the... Slides are covered by the house banners and you just fly out and there you go. Oh, I like that. That's it. I'm going to sort this all out. Fred smirked as he walked over to the Ravenclaw table and sat down next to Luna, then mm. started to pile food onto his plate, acting as if nothing was out of place. Hello, Fred, Luna greeted as she took a drink from her pumpkin juice. Hi, hi, hi Luna, Fred stumbled on his words as he tried to think of what to say. Can I ask you something? What did you mean by that kiss? What did you mean? What did you mean? What did you mean? Luna turned and looked him in the eye. I'm sure you already know the answer to your question, Fred. Do I? Fred thought. What am I thinking? Am I going crazy? (laughs) Then he started to reply. I don't, I don't think I do. Can you tell me? Luna Can you nodded. check yes or no on this note yeah. for me? <laughs> Do you like me? <laughs> Luna nodded, and then unexpectedly, she leaned forward, and for the third time that day, Fred and Luna shared a kiss. The Weird. two... two t- <laughs> <Weird. so> <laughs> Why? Why is this happening? <laughs> weird pairing what happened to the draco plan (laughs) yeah let's circle back we gotta circle back to the draco plan it's a good plan (laughs) the two seemed to melt into the kiss and then fred couldn't help but thinking maybe i knew all along (laughs) with that Maybe the real prank was the friends we made along the way. (laughs) Okay, are Lee and George about to high-five in the background? (laughs) 
A hundred percent. Okay. Lee is just gonna like fall from the ceiling and we find out he's just been clinging to the rafters the whole time. <laughs> With like a video camera, like, yes. <laughs> Got it. Oh my god. And with that, he deepened the kiss, despite Gross, don't the do that at dinner. The two were receiving. Always the at dinner. And what? <laughs> Shit. No, there's more to it, right? There has to be everything after the Draco plan. It feels like a different story. What happened? Yes. <laughs> Like, they were writing a pretty, like, friend George out on a prank thing, and then it took a hard right into <laughs> nothing. It's hard right into what the fuck Phil is this. <laughs> nothing. It's like they were going to write a Draco prank story, and then they left the Word document along for, like, a year, and then came back to it and was like, oh, I'm just going to keep writing like nothing ever happened. <laughs> no betas, no proofreads, no nothing. Oh, no. no. Why would you do that? We die like men here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, who, uh, no, uh, Kim got a point. I did. Jania, did you also predict that there were not going to be socks? I feel like I did. You did think we both got a point. Not going to be socks. Yeah, there was a sock. I guess there wasn't actually a sock. There was not a sock. There was a sock. sock, But there There was was never actually a sock. Uh Two points. A point. Hell yeah. A point for Jania. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was a that was a good guess on both of your parts because um, that title was nothing. Yes, it was. So, yes, I'm proud of both of you. Great job. For knowing that there would be no socks <laughs> anywhere that- in this story. <laughs> <laughs> this title was going to be nothing. There will be um, nothing. <laughs> yeah, I got this. I got this pairing for you. This has been sitting. This story has been sitting uh-huh. on my list since 2018. No way. Yes. You revisited it and were like, it's time for yeah. this nothing. It was, it was finally time after all these years. <laughs> For Luna slash Fred. God. nothing. I feel so haunted. (laughs) I didn't expect to feel this way, but I just, there's so, there's so much nothing. Like, I don't understand Mm -hmm. where it all Mm -hmm. came from or, Mm -hmm. isn't he, isn't Mm -hmm. she the same age as Jenny? Like, Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What is, what does this mean exactly? (laughs) Yeah. I don't. I don't, we are given no context or explanation as to why this is happening. Uh It just I mean, I think Fred and George often in like these romance fics are used as cooler, funnier Rons. You know, (laughs) I think when you put it that way, it just makes me feel as though like Ron could be deleted from the series. (laughs) Just... Have Fred and George and save me so much, <laughs> so much headaches. It's good. So yeah, much good. headaches. <laughs> like how I feel oh. about my Draco true pairing is how I feel about my Ron true pairing. <laughs> they oh, both yeah. put them both in a casket. This is why, this is why you do drawn. <laughs> oh God. They're the, they're good for each Love other. Drawn. They're the only ones that can. Oh my god. No, the next one, like, the next one now has to be, like, serious Black and, like, 
the giant squid or some shit. Like it has yes. to be has to be something every squid pairing. <laughs> yes, it has to no, be we only do squid when we've recovered enough from the last squid incident. It has to be like Ferenz and like a local house elf or something. <laughs> just something just off the books. Like something no one would ever just close your eyes and point to a character. <laughs> That's my favorite game. Ted Talks um, and Barty Crouch Sr. <laughs> Whoa, I'm into it. <laughs> that's fire. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> oh, amazing. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Jania, and for letting me read you this, this very stupid pairing. <laughs> it was an honor. Um, if people want to find you and your podcast, where would they do that thing? Um, on Twitter, my podcast is House of Black Pod. Um, email is houseofblackpod at gmail.com and it's available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, pretty much wherever you listen to podcasts. And whilst I am on a hiatus at present, I will be bouncing back in about the next two or three weeks or so. Nice. So that's awesome. exciting. Yay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again. We're going to get into some segments and we're going to say goodbye to Junia for now. And uh, thank you again. Thank you. (laughs) Hey, man, that story was like staring into the void (laughs) of pairings. (laughs) Yeah, I uh, that pairing was uh, a little bit bonkers. And I'm really glad that I got to share it with all of you today. Cheesy wheezy. What, All right. What the hell was that? Um, I think we uh, have gone a little long. We had so much fun. We had a lot of fun with that. We kind of yeah. have to condense what we're doing here at the end. So we're going to go ahead and skip our segment today. But do continue to send us stuff for our segments. We haven't talked about our segments in a minute. Do you want to maybe run those down? Um, if you send us a description of your OC from back in the day, we love to talk about those on our OC segment. Send us yeah. a hold for the end, please. Hold for the middle, please. Hold for the beginning, please. Whatever you want to. <laughs> um, <laughs> starting, finishing, doing the middle of a story that we have done on the podcast that you feel like wasn't adequately finished. Send those into our email, fanaticalfix at gmail.com. We love to see them. And now it's time for the Rex Um, I have a recommendation for you all today. It was sent to us by a listener. Thank you Hell so yeah. much for this a listener submission. Um, I got you a what? <laughs> What? Why are you Here's laughing? The thing about this is I'm not entirely sure if this listener sent this to me with the idea that it was a recommendation. They probably sent it to me with the idea that it was something we would read on the podcast. But here's okay, the thing. That's fine. This story is really well written. Like, you know, when you oh, okay. run into something that's like kind of bonkers, but it's so well written, you're like, I don't I don't think this is for the podcast. Okay. Um this story is called Fool for Love, and it is uh, Percy slash Barty Crouch Sr. Excuse me? <'s> <laughs> it's, you're doing what now? I, you're, I, re- it's, you're recommending. Okay. 
Here's the thing. It's Percy working at the ministry and just like thinking about how he likes Barty Crouch Sr. Okay. So it's not really Percy slash Barty Crouch Sr. Okay. It's Percy it's, it's unrequited. Unrequited Barty Crouch Sr. Um, and it's Fuck, just man. like pretty good. I was I opened it up and I was like, here we fucking go, man. And then at the end I was like, oh. Okay. Oh, wow. Huh. Oh, Percy. Oh, that was good. And then right. I was very confused about my whole entire existence. So all, I thought right. I would make you all confused about your whole entire existence as well. You're welcome. Cool. The link to that, since we all want to go look at that now, I guess, will be in the description of this episode and also on our website under our recommendations tab. You can find our website, fanaticalfix.com. Correct. Is where it is. And also... On the internet. You can find it on the internet. (laughs) On the internet. Listen, we switched this and I was so confused. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Also on our website, you can find merch. We've got Yes Glitter there. We've got our new bookmark with Rose... Our read bookmark with Rose Willow Black on it, which is just (laughs) like prime good, good shit. We also have link to our... T Public, which has a wider variety of merch in a variety and of designs, runs deals randomly all at the random. time. Sometimes, Just at random. Sometimes I think all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also on our website, you can find our story submission form. Keep sending us that weird ass content if you want to follow us on social media for just like some random garbage um Uh you can find us on twitter instagram facebook at fanatical fix or if you have some longer thoughts you want to send us your ocs you want to send us a hold for the end please uh our email address is fanaticalfix at gmail.com Speaking of following things on the internet, there's this really cool new podcast that I think everyone should probably be following. Oh, really? They released an episode recently with two of my favorite people in it, and it was just such incredibly good content. Mm. Mm. Uh, I think if you're not listening to But Make It Scary, you're living your life wrong. Oh, yeah. That's uh... just... uh, So check them out at But Make It Scary. (laughs) Heard good things about that podcast. Um... (laughs) But if you like our podcast and want to help our podcast out, you know, this one you're listening to right right now, you should do that other thing. But also (laughs) (laughs) tell the people about our podcast. Everyone. Tell everyone. Hell yeah. If you trick someone into listening to the podcast, I want to hear about it, honestly. Yeah. Tweet at us. Send us an email. Tell us that you made somebody listen to Squid content on a first date and they liked it. Yikes. A good I sign? love it. I love it. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I want to hear more. I want to know how this goes. Um, <laughs> Forever, so, probably. Trick everyone and let us know about your good, good tricks. Hell yeah. You can also drop us a review on iTunes or Facebook. That really helps us out. Or check us out on Patreon. We have a few different tiers on Patreon. We've got... Uh, discord tier come hang out Mm -hmm. they're doing some stuff over there they're doing they're reading fan fictions on the audio channel for each other there there's all sorts of fun stuff going on there like so much that i can't even keep track of it (laughs) um we've also got bonus content our bonus live streams bonus episodes of the podcast we've got bonus uh 
exclusive merch. Our Xing Xing machetes pin just went out and that was really fun. So go on and uh, join us over on Patreon. It's a good, good time. And if you join Patreon at certain tiers for six months, we will give you a shout out on the podcast in the form of a story summary. And uh, Kim's going to do that for us here today. Yes, I am. After the first big snow of the year, the seventh year Transfiguration class finds themselves with an unusual assignment. After each creating a snowy sculpture, they set about the complex magic to animate their creations. Naturally, Cho finishes first. Transfiguration (laughs) has always been one of her strongest subjects. As her spell takes hold, she finds herself captivated by the snow person's crystalline blue eyes and their smooth white skin, and she finds that she cannot look away. Soon, Cho is spending all of her time outside with her new icy lover, (laughs) but but with unseasonably warm days coming up in the forecast, will Cho be able to find an everlasting ice charm in time, or... Will she have to wave goodbye while trying not to cry and hope that her snow person can come back to her again someday? (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Oh, geez. Okay. What? I wrote that for everyone. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Thank you so much to our patrons, Max, Jesse Krajecki, Yoki Moody, Maya Duncan, Eva, Tiguan Elliott, and Ulrich Schult. Our apologies, as always, if we've just butchered your name. (laughs) But also, thank you so much for supporting us. Your support really means a lot to us. Thank you also to the Whomping Willows for our theme song, it is their amazing song, Wolfstar. And if you didn't know, Revisionist History did meet its fundraising goal. Hell yeah, it did. And Wolfstar is going to be on that album. They've still got the digital downloads and CDs up for sale on their Indiegogo as of today, at least. I don't know if it's still around. Probably is. <laughs> so go check those out. Wolfstar is going to be on it. We love Wolfstar. Thank you so much to the Whomping Willows and to our patrons and to all of our listeners for helping us have this crazy, crazy 2020 turnout. So fun for the podcast. Bye. Bye.